What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Words with Wade podcast, episode 76? No. 77? It's 70s. I think it's 77. We can go with 77 for right now. That makes sense. I, of course, am your host, Young Wade Aloysius Blogs, a.k.a. Hold on, hold on. Where did young come from? Young. Young Aloe. Oh, uh, AKA. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's new. That's always my AKAs, man. Um, Mr. Quid Pro Quo, AKA Trill Manga, AKA The. Wait for it. Wade Blogs. Joining me as always. Well, not as always, but hey, she's back and we happy to see her. I'm here with a cold, but hey. <laughs> always in the building, y'all. And once again, as always, from parts unknown, <laughs> G is here. So it is Memorial Day weekend, and I want to give a precursor before we start the podcast. We're recording the podcast on a Sunday at about four o'clock. So if Pusha T drops anything <laughs> from now to tomorrow, we recorded this podcast before he dropped. So don't get mad at us. All right. He's had plenty of time to respond. Yeah. Well, he had, well, it's Memorial Day weekend. He might be busy. Nah, fam. We'll get into that, though. We'll get into that. Let's get into what we always get into. The rundown. The rundown. The rundown. Starting off with um, the Terrence. Rundown. The rundown. Uh, <laughs> Terrence. Terrence. That's what the T stands for, Terrence. You didn't. Push a T. Push a Terrence. Wow. He's from here. You know that? Still sucks. With that being said, <laughs> um, Pusha T, as a lot of you know, dropped his album um, this weekend. Dropped his album Friday, uh, Daytona. Uh, the album was only seven songs. Oh, so he's trying to be like Kanye? Well, that's that's the good music blueprint now. They've said before all their albums are going to have seven songs, like. And it's actually I have a clip here. That's How that's their thing. With that. That's that's their thing now. Don't nobody gonna be buying CDs no more. Everybody just be going on Pandora now. Well, I mean, yeah, nobody physically buys CDs anymore, but all their albums are gonna be seven. I have a clip of Push explaining that Kanye's master plan. Oh, yep. Can we? You can know, we, can um, we at least do ten? Ah man, seven. At least ten. Maybe. Matter of fact, I take that back. Give me a round number. Let me get. Yeah, I think I think ten is the operative number, but they they're sticking to seven. So I'm gonna play this clip real class. Shout out to Rob Markman for this clip. He interviewed Push and he asked Push why seven. What's up with the number the number seven? Seven tracks. Yep. You know, um, the first it, argument. I was like, ah man, seven. Yep, plenty. How are we doing this? Yeah, he was just on seven. He was just like, man, listen, but like it's a strong number. I feel like we can get everything we need to get across in seven. It was just about putting your best foot forward Mm -hmm. and really tearing people's faces off (laughs) in that short, compact amount of time. But Um, it's a whole aesthetic. It's the label, all the projects. Yeah, all the projects. Yeah, all the projects. that (laughs) Now, that is true. His project, my project, Cuddy's project, him and Cuddy's project, Nas's project, Tiana's project. 
So yeah, that's a good music thing now. So all their projects are going to be seven tracks. First of all, <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Look, first of all, mm-hmm. you better hope that you ain't got no whack music on there because seven fucking tracks is not even enough. So if three of them tracks fucking suck, your whole career is dead in trash, fam. Well, that's I think that's the point. They're like, if we can't get you with seven good songs, then we need to stop making music. I mean, some of them need to stop making music now, <laughs> but they're still going. So, so I'm I'm curious. I'm curious how that would go with a um. Is that going to be an industry standard? I think that's too low, personally. Cause I remember when Nas dropped his Illmatic, he had 11 tracks, and that people were like, oh, it's too short, it's too short. Standardized tracks, to me, are about 12 to 15 songs. Well, okay, 12 songs, standard. Yeah, I think a uh, standard, I would say 10. At, at lowest. And that's like, add a skit or two. I mean, 10 music. Please not even counting skit. skits. Got them, nah, them no, skits be sucking. Not an intro track or nothing. Like, 10 music song you know what i mean to me that sounds like a good number and i think g g said the same like 10 is a solid number yeah i'm about to say keep in mind um if i'm not mistaken what blueprint was what 12 songs um that's a good question i didn't mean to say 12 then <laughs> you don't want <laughs> you don't want to agree with i'll associate myself with jay-z like 12 songs. and that was I think that was the first time an album was that short and considered literally be a classic. No, yeah. Blueprint was um, 15. It was 15? Yeah. Oh, wow. I just, so that was way more than I thought. So I take out 12 but, to 15. Um, I, know, I know one of Jay's albums was like 12 songs. It might have been one of the I'm uh, albums uh, in my lifetime or whatever. It might have been but, Reasonable Doubt. Let me... How long Reason Without? Reasonable Without, I think, was 15. Yeah, you're right. 14, yeah. So we're going to stick with 10. <laughs> so, so roughly, <laughs> my, my expectation as a, as a fan listening, my expectation as a fan listening, um, and like I said, Jay has been one of the people who's dropped. In my opinion, um, shorter albums, but they're consistent and, you know, they're, they're good albums. So he was one of the people that dropped better projects but less music. Um, and I, as I said, I think his, one of his shortest albums was 12 tracks. So I, me, in my opinion, it, uh, an actual album shouldn't be less than 10. If it's less than 10, I'm considering it an EP. And that's what a lot of people were saying. That's my personal opinion, though. I think 50 even said that was like, he's selling y'all an EP for album money. (laughs) Because that's essentially what an EP is, like five, six, seven songs. Definitely not an LP. But especially, what, I mean, keep in mind that it's been it's been cats putting out EPs that are like fifteen tracks. This is true as well. So, I mean, at this point, let's just get out of defining an LP, EP, 
It's a project. I'm dropping a project. See, I can I understand. When you're doing albums, when you're doing mixtapes, when you're doing LPs, when you're doing EPs, we damn sure not fucking doing playlists. See, I get the logic behind it because of the ADD society that we live in. You got to put the music in a short space. I just, I'm, I just want to know why they came up with that number seven. Like, I feel like that's not enough. And listening to Push album, it's, it's like 20 minutes long. The, the whole album is like 20 minutes. So it, it made me want it one more. Like, you could have put two, Maybe three that's more their songs. Point. I mean, I... I feel that's that point. I understand the logic behind it. Like everybody's, you know, ADD society that can listen to. It's the opposite of Chris Brown. You know, Chris just dropped 45 fucking songs. Excuse me. Didn't say that. Um, Ooh. I know, right? I'm, I'm tearing up. Ramadan. Chris just dropped 45 songs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm messing up. It's been a rough one. Um, <laughs> Chris just dropped 45 songs. And then push comes and the whole good music gonna drop seven. So I'm I'm curious to see how this is gonna chart. But with enough of that here, um, out of the seven songs, the, what what people really want to consider and what people really care about is out of the seven songs, how many of those are hot? Because the whole point of giving seven songs is supposed to put all of them will be hot. That's the whole point. Of I it. doubt it. So, because I mean, Kanye's album. Ari, mm-hmm. seven songs. How y'all feel? Out of those seven, how y'all feel? I'm gonna say it's adequate. Like it wasn't no bad songs, but it wasn't no really really good songs either. It wasn't like oh shit, let me play that. Oh, I'm it, a. Can I, know, I get a nickel every time you do no, that? No, I'm not supposed to do that. You know that. I'm just saying, can I get a nickel? Because I probably had some money. It wasn't nothing that made me jump out and plus, and plus replay. It was like, okay, it's a good, a good vibe. Keep it moving. Okay. I mean, they're good songs. It just wasn't the standout smash. Well, my opinion, not many people have been that way lately. I mean, you sometimes you get those songs like, and I hate to compare Push to Jay, like, okay. Like I got the keys. That song was a smash. He was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm banging that. That's it." There wasn't no songs like that. And even just in Pusha's catalog, um, he's had smashes before. You want to replay and replay. And he has this album doesn't have that. It's good music. No pun intended. I was about to say pun intended. Yeah, Maybe that's their point because at the end of the day, it's not like he's in my top 10 anyway i'm well, not saying that he's irrelevant i'm just saying he's not in my top 10 anyway so well i think that they're trying to position him for that good luck because because the right now the in the new breed the new they're trying to position him for that and he hasn't even come up with a comeback yet yet remember it's still early bruh he's gonna end up being like Nicki minaj and wait the shit out nah i don't think so I think I think I think push. If I know push, and I don't, he's know gonna push, piss Virginia off. He does have the weight of Virginia on him, which is crazy because he does. He's not even a Virginia MC, but but you know what I'm saying. What part? He's from Virginia Beach. I, I was I was having a conversation about this earlier, 
And during the conversation, I got called crazy, almost crucified. Oh, you're not really listening. All of this. Because my opinion, it's a regular Pusha T album. That's how I felt. Nothing amazing. Nothing stands out. Regular Pusha T album. Me, personally, Darkest Before the Dawn, still his best project. I'd rather listen to that than listen to what he just put out. Yeah, it's a... It's a, like, it's a C-plus like effort. Said, it's a solid project. It's a solid project. I don't, I don't think it's a classic at all. No, this is we're talking. We're not talking like we normally album. No, we're just overall. The art. Oh, we can talk about art. Yeah, we can get to that in a second. I think that's a part of it too. Maybe we had too much high expectations because of the album art. The but, album art was disrespectful. We get to that. We can get to that in a second. <laughs> That's a part of it too. But like, yeah, G. I just, I just feel like, like, like I've, I've said, like you said, and I've heard other people say, if you're a Pusha T fan, this is what you want. If you're just a fan of hip hop, it's okay album. It's okay. It's a C plus album, and it's not knocking nothing from. But it's not like saying it's a bad album. It's good, but it's nothing that made me want to play it again. Like, and plus, because of the short runtime, I can listen to the whole album. When I'm going to the store, like, are you coming to the show? Yeah, like you can listen to the entire. Tw- it's only twenty minutes. Like we can play the album in its entirety and still have an entire show to do. <laughs> so I don't know if this this marketing plan that Good Music is working on by the seven minute the seven song track list is actually working for them because what I I feel is going to make a lot of forgettable projects because it comes in and out of the, the consciousness so fast. You understand? Yeah. Like, like example again with Chris, forty-five songs. I still haven't listened to the whole album. <laughs> it's forty-five songs. I listened to Push Out like five times already, and I'm done with it. Like, yeah. Like, I'm probably not gonna yeah, listen to it again. Like, just like, just like you said, bro. Like, at the end of the day, is if you listen to Push and you know what Push normally does, that's what you expect from him. And during the conversation that I was having earlier that I mentioned is he stayed in his, he stayed in his lane. And that's what that was. I was like, darkest before the dawn, he was on he was on the edge of pushing past what I consider to be his glass ceiling. Mm. Everybody everybody already knows push. You know, talk drugs and money. We we expect that from him. So when it gets to a point that your the growth is pushing you past just talking about that, or even talking about that and relating it more so. Not saying he doesn't do this, but more so to regular life and relatability to you know Joe Schmo that's working a corporate nine to five when you're talking drug talk to the point that he can relate to it just off of the grind and the aspect and 
you know, just not want to do it on a regular basis, then that's where the growth comes in. I feel like on Darkest Before Dawn, he was he was right there on that edge of 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 pushing it to that limit. And it was funny the individual I was having a conversation. Well, I'm not going to keep saying the individual. Shout out to Silk. It was a friend of the show. Um, me and him was having a conversation about it, and he was calling me crazy because I was like, "Yeah, you know, I wasn't really impressed by the album." And he was like, "Why not?" And that's basically what I told him. Like, Push gave me what I expect from him. It's a run-of-the-mill Pusha T album. And it's, it's, it's a growth that's supposed to be in each individual project. And again, like I said, Darkest Before Dawn, his growth showed. And in the words of Silk, uh, you know, he tried on that project to step out of his box. It wasn't well received. It didn't, you know, do the numbers. So he reverted back to, you know, what he sells well. And I was like, that's the problem. I said, so he went back into his box. He has a glass ceiling. Everybody expects certain content from Push. So him stepping outside of it, people don't know how to receive it. But if he's growing as a man and as an artist, he has to push those boundaries and push those limits. People aren't going to accept it right away. Nobody accepts change right away. But once you consistently give them that, they have no choice to. Yeah, it was... My opinion. No, no. They're going to crucify me, but it is what it is. Um, I'm seeing I'm seeing a lot of Push T fans, of course, that love the album because it's Push. But like I like I said, and you said, I've heard other people say as well. It's music fans. It's just an album. Yeah, but the Redskins have fans. Huh? Yeah, he's not the greatest to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think like like I said, they were trying to position him to put into that argument of the the Drake J Cole Kendrick. They're trying to put Push in that argument, and we had this discussion on the show before. Like, why isn't he in that discussion? Because he can't hang. Because I think this album shows why he's not in that discussion. Because he can't hang. He can rap. I mean, I'm not saying he can't rap. He just can't hang. Just yeah, this album. I'm I'm, I'm I don't want to say I'm disappointed, but I I wanted more. I mean, I heard maybe I heard two songs, maybe, and mm. then I was just like, eh, I'm not gonna listen to the rest. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a good album. It's just it's not it's nothing stand out about it. Like you put it on one time, you can put it on in the background. I expected it to go harder because of the, the disrespectful mm. album art. And th- let's get to that. Let's get to the disrespectfulness of the album art. Um, for those who don't know, and I'm sure at this point everyone does know, the album art Push T's album Daytona is an actual picture of uh, Whitney Houston's bathroom when she was going through her at the height of her drug yeah her um, coke coke her her the coke rumors yeah yeah i don't know how to put that best way politically correct her drug face it was said that and and let's see entertainment weekly caught up with push and asked him why he chose that cover he said and i quote god i felt i should do a push accent do i have a push accent i don't know i don't have a i I can't think i feel like i I say you in the end of it no, please don't. Okay, anyway. 
I feel like the cover represented an organized chaos. The energy of the album is a bit chaotic, but it's all in place. And looking at the cover, I'm sure whoever frequents that bathroom or that area knew exactly whatever they wanted to find and knew where it was at. But he could have gone to a ghetto and took a picture. Well, the picture- he didn't have to use something so personal and somebody who is not even here to defend themselves. Nor if she was here right now, I bet you he wouldn't use it. But I think this is this is the whole Kanye thing, because as as we heard, Kanye likes press Kanye. buttons. Kanye. So Kanye's like, I'm going to do this because it's going to press buttons. But what's the point? After you press the buttons, it's <clears throat> you got to think about the aftermath. After you press those buttons, how many people are behind you, man? Just to make a fucking sale? Like, that's not cool. You disrespecting her family. Like, that's like that's like people dying. Like, you see so many Facebook videos and somebody ends up using the background to Kanika's picture. Bruh, that's yeah. too much. Yeah. You doing too much, fam. And his family. And I expected the album to be like, if you gonna come up with an album cover like that, fam, you might as well back that shit up with something hot. Yeah. And there has to be point. a reason that you're really doing that. Because if somebody did that shit to my family, my family's not here. She was, I mean, now she didn't, I'm not going to say she didn't have support. It was the height of her drug yeah. phase. But why would you, I mean, yes, it's aired for everybody to see, but no, nobody need to go back to that. Like, are we going to use left eyes crash picture? Like, exactly. Yeah. You, you see ha- what I'm saying? You have a very valid point. Like some of that stuff should be untouched. And Whitney I don't Houston, care how much you pay for it. Whitney Houston's cousin has criticized it and said it's, it's a disgusting publicity stunt. That's what I'm saying. Like, she's gone right now. I'm pretty sure they miss her and they don't need to be reminded of a time in her life that was really hard. She's not here. Exactly. It's like, there's certain lines that you should not cross in hip hop, especially, but there's certain lines, period, between person to person that you should not cross. He's crossing them for money. Well, like he said, publicity, it's a publicity stunt. Um, <laughs> Kanye paid 85000 for the picture, apparently. Um, and the, her cousin, Damon Elliott, I want to make sure I credit him. He told People Magazine that I've watched a train wreck happen, but I didn't think he'd go this far in invading someone's family's privacy. Where did he buy it from? Um, it doesn't say. Because that would be my next question. Or did you clear it with family? Like, who had the image for Yee to buy it from? That's, that's really what I want to know. And then on top of that, did you talk to family? I'm sure you did. And then, I mean, his bankruptcy and all of that has been well documented. But you got $85,000 to spend on the picture. It's, 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 when, it's a clip I have. Exactly. You could have what? Staged it. He could have made up another picture to look like that or made up. Yeah, you could have yeah. yeah. just went ahead and staged it. You, know, like you could have just recreated the bathroom or something similar. Going back to that eighty. That $85,000 remark, it's mm-hmm. like you put that much money exactly. into an album, but the album is not worth $85,000. They already had sat down taking pictures. Mm-hmm. MEA and a, a collective group of other people had sat down and taken pictures, agreed on the images, <laughs> and then at the last minute, you know, Ye has this idea, let's, 
let's use Whitney's bathroom. Is is I think it's distasteful, but Push has said himself that Ye likes to push buttons. Ye does this to get get to get people riled up. This is I think I have that clip when he actually said this is what Ye Ye enjoys this. This is what he does. Um, let me. See. Yeah, here's the clip right here. Give me one second. Let's let's cue that clip up. Oh, what would me? What would me do? Originally, <laughs> right. I heard an early version. Right. Uh, um. Uh, what was it? How how do you respond? Right? right. Is now what we now know as what will Meek do? So Kanye starts off. I'm hearing it. It is it, it, crazy. And then you know Kanye's verse coming, and I hear poop, scoop, and I'm like, oh, what? are we going hit on a Pusha T album? Yo, man. What was your reaction when you heard the? And then he goes in and he starts actually like really. Rhyming. Listen to this part verse, coming up, y'all. Sure, he actually with the. You know, when you first just heard poop scoop on your record, it was hilarious to me. You have to understand, man. He gets a kick out of all of the chaos that he right. causes. So, Kanye's whole thing is just to fuck with people, scar, mm, mess with people. Whoa. I'm doing horrible. <laughs> um, so. Well, knowing that and knowing Kanye's history, I'm I'm looking at Kanye a little differently. On top of that, that he just wants to mess with people. He just does things to mess with people. So yeah, I'm I'm not paying him any attention. But overall, as far as the album is concerned, like I said, I give it maybe a C plus, maybe or a B minus, a C plus. It, it's a good Pusha T album, but I wouldn't say it's a good total album. Just was an average album. Right. Right. I second that. Yeah, but if you're a Pusha T fan, it's exactly what you want. But if you're just if yeah. you if you're getting if you're new into Pusha T, if you're just listening to hip hop, you might be like, okay, this is cool. But is it, if you're a fan exactly. of Push, it's not gonna. It's, it, it's not gonna be to the point where it's just like it's argued about the discography or. The best album of the year, which I, and sad to say, already people haven't been like, "Oh, this is the best album of 2018." No, it's fucking that. It's not. It's, you know, people. You know, people always jump to conclusions anyway. Um, and then we haven't even stepped in the really the middle of 2018 yet. What you mean? And Nas is still coming. So exactly, people are already saying this is the best album of the year. What? My birthday hasn't even happened yet in the middle of the damn year. Not even because it's seven songs. Let me let me not get that misconstrued. It's not the content is not enough to be the best album of the year. As of right now, I haven't heard a a, a hip hop album better than Cold's this year. Well, that Black Thought album is coming, but I'm sure we'll get to that a little later. And, see, <laughs> and, and as Arvin said, we still got more year to go. But yeah. as of right now, today, I haven't heard the best hip hop album better than J. Cole's. Now, what happens for the rest of the year, I may have to retract that statement. But as of right now, Pusha T album is not the best album of the year. Yeah, I mean, if you made me, if Diddy, you. Sean Puffy Combs, Diddy, you're wrong. Well, you know, you Puff. called the album the classic. You know Puff be on that, boy. classic. 
it's 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 we're so caught up in the moment of labeling everything a classic these days. It's a good album, but not a classic. It's a good album. It's a good <clears throat> it's a good Pusha T album. It's a good Pusher T album. Pusher. Push. Yeah, Pusher. I I enunciate. <laughs> pusher. 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 Yeah, so I'm. I mean, for sure. Like I said, it's a good and album. Of course, I know I'm. I'm gonna get crucified in the comments because everybody's gonna be like, "Oh, that's hometown." This and the third. Look, look, I'm gonna call the spade a spade. Like if the album's, you know, regular as average, it is what it is. I don't care who who album it is. Well, I don't care if it's on my own team. Well, here's I the think thing: album is average as average. That's a conversation. I don't want to kick a man when he's down because he is down right now. Um. <laughs> But that's a conversation I've had as well this weekend that, you know, pushes from Virginia. So we supposed to support him. But then the question is, is push a Virginia MC or is he from Virginia? There's a big difference. <laughs> there's a from big, VA. There's a big difference. And we'll have that discussion later. And then push. I invite you to the show if you listen out there, because something tells me you're going to hear this. Um, I invite you to the show. We had a discussion on the show. I'm not going to kick you while you're down right now, but. I've had this discussion all weekend that he's a Virginia MC and not an MC from Virginia. That's a he's a he's not a Virginia MC. He's an MC from Virginia, so that's a difference. It's a big difference. But he's he's still um, showing he's going to post what first week sales are projected to be at seventy five thousand. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Nah. But they did say the streaming numbers, the, because of the low number of tracks on the album, is hurting the streaming numbers. So I think that's, like I said before, I think that's going to backfire on good music. Now, one thing that did stand out on the album was the track Infrared. And you may have seen this clip. By now, Uncarnation, I'm sure you've heard the track. You've probably seen the clips online when Push is basically going directly at Drake. He's not saying Drake's name. Of course he's not. They don't do that anymore. Um, but he's, he's alluding to things that we know he's talking about Drake. He calls out Quentin, and we all know the Quentin Miller situation. Um, and Push, of course, sat down with a thousand people and talked about this. He's on his press run right now. Um, let me see if I can pull that clip up here. Where he, he alludes to, and we all know the situation. Well, for those who don't know the situation... It kind of goes back a few years. Doesn't say. Um, let's go, let me go to play that once again. Shout out to Rob Martin. That's the homie, so shout out to him. I got to talk to you about, man. I'd be remiss. I, we get all the way through the project. and then When I got the beat and the sample, I was like, oh, okay. This is where this is supposed to go. You know, not even to dance around it. I mean, Drake, it was about maybe two years ago, Two Birds, One Stone. Right. And everybody was under the impression that he was talking about you. And, and yeah. Everybody felt the Two Birds, One Stone. That was Pusha T, Cuddy Ames, so on and so forth. And that was fine. I felt like, okay, I, I, I can't have an argument about how real I am. It's just, you know, if it's rap, let's let it be that. And I mean, I'm just speaking my truth. On this, I mean, I don't think it's anything disputable. So, Two Birds, One Stone, if you want to go back to it, Drake took a lot of, took aim at a lot of rappers. He felt like he was 
was coming at his quote unquote crown. Um, infrared. Um, as far as this goes, it's a cool disc. Um, forgive me, I spent time in California. I know that West Coast all here. When I when I I feel like when somebody disses somebody, they should say their name. That's just me personally. Even if you know who they you know who they're talking about, you should still. If I have the the heart to write a song about you, I should have the heart to say your name. That's just my opinion personally. I've always felt that way. Um, it's a cool diss. It wasn't even like a diss. It was like a chin check. Like I'm just gonna put this out there and let's see what happens. Push releases album win. Friday, uh, Thursday, Friday, we'll say. And apparently, Aubrey was ready. I feel like he had that in the tuck somewhere. I feel like he had that track made. <laughs> you, don't, you don't think he had it already? <laughs> I had to call him Aubrey. I had to call him his name. Aubrey, Aubrey was ready, ready for him. So Aubrey released a track. Um, what's the name of the track? <laughs> What was the what was the what was the um post that I saw? He responded to him in less than one business day. Yeah, in, in less than one business day. Arby responded. <laughs> Let me stop calling him Arby. And the other the other post that I saw saw was how you catch smoke from arguably the largest thing in music on the day your album releases. That's a fact. Now, with, with, with that being a point, let's run back to the history of hip hop and disses. Who else, if anybody, has ever responded that quick on top of the diss? Like, you know, right, your album, your album just dropped. The song that you know is a you know can fuck it. The song that's about him is on there. Yeah. And the same day the album drops, the disc drops too. Well, you know I've saw this discussion, and I have to hold on. I have to toot my hometown horn because Yuck Mouth, G Fifty Cent, and G Unit diss Yuck Mouth, right? Back in the day, Yuck responded four hours later. <laughs> so that was the fastest response I've ever seen in my life. But aside from that, y'all, most, most unconditional don't know about that. But check it out. It happened. Yuck Mouth did it back in June heyday. Um, oh, let me look this up really fast. Yuck did it back. Um, game over. So the track was called Game of We This Game in G Unit. This was yeah, like four hours. It took like it took like four hours to respond. Drizzy took a whole day, so I'm not mad at that because it was it was a, a I don't want to say it's a good diss because we've heard better from Drake. And keep in mind, I'm not comparing this is I'm not comparing Doopy. It's called Doopy Freestyle. I'm not comparing that to hit him up or nothing. I'm just comparing it to other shit we've heard from Drake. First off, fuck your bitch and the click you play. Yeah, that's greatest this song of all time. You could never, you could never go over that. 
uh, I'm not comparing it to Ethan. I'm just. It's it's more like if we're looking at Drake's beefs, it's more like this is the jab. You know, if you remember when he beefed with Meek, charged up was it charged up? That was first, and then came and then came back to back. Then came to Haymaker. So I feel like this is the jab. I feel like this is charged up. But see, this is the thing that a lot of people forget with what's going on with pushing Drake right now is they've been jabbing or sparring, however you want to call it, or you know, just taking shots at each other for a couple years. This is true. Like uh, on the. Two birds, one stone that Drake put out. That had pushed, you know, shots in it. So now we get into the the meat and potatoes of, of the meal. You know, all that all that training and jabbing back and forth and sparring with somebody, like at the end of the day, you know, when you fall with somebody, it's supposed to be with somebody that's better than you to make you better. That that's what the sparring is about. I'm I'm jabbing at somebody that that can ultimately kick my ass. So if I got to get my ass kicked for me to get better, then that's just what it is. To, to me, so is, that, is, is, is this legitimately how y'all feel that this situation is going? Like, I feel like, like who's jabbing at who to get better is the question. I don't. I don't think Push by far is a better MC. By far, I don't think that's a question. But I think at this point, Drake's the better artist, and there's a. a Unconditioned, there's a differentiation between the two, and I hope y'all understand what I'm saying. Nah, they won't crucify you for that. They probably will, but I'm, but if, I think the educated, the educated listeners will know what I'm saying. Like bar for bar, if you, what's the, the, the analogy? If you put Push and Drake in front of each other, eight mile style, Push will win every time. However, that doesn't happen. They have songs go at each other. And like I said before, looking at Drake's history, I can only just Drake off of Drake. Looking at his history, Doopy, Duppy, however you pronounce it, this song is a jab. The Haymaker is coming. He's waiting. The Haymaker is coming. And as of right now, we haven't heard from Push, but it's a long weekend. And... That that brings me to another conversation I had with a, a, a another fellow uh, participant of the show. Shout out to the homie Nate. We all Nate was having a conversation about it. He's just like, how much like push ain't got no ammo for the most part to go at Drake. Well, you never Drake know. has ammo to go at push as far as what's documented as far as uh, how much he talks about selling and, and and moving weight. But it's 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 
documents, it's paperwork that, you know, people snitched and, you know, so on and so forth of who who was moving what and who was ahead of him, so on and so forth. I'm paraphrasing. But unless Push really got some something that we don't know about in regards to Drake, What's going to happen? Like, how much ammo, literally, do they have to go at each other? Well, just like, like I'm going to say, oh, yeah, you, you, you rap about moving weight, this, and the third, woo, 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 and you weren't really doing it. I've heard people in Virginia say that about push. Oh, I know. So. Let me shut my mouth up. So that's, <laughs> that's, that's neither here nor there. Like, that's a, 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 for lack of a better phrase, that's a common flaw with with Push's rhyme scheme or, or his persona. Push is going to talk about how Drake don't write his own rhymes and, you know, other people write it and he's just a voice. Meek did that in, the, in, in their battle. We all know that. It's common knowledge. So how much ammo do they really have to trade blows with each other at this point. That's that's what it was a question that was posed to me from the homie Nate and like actually when I thought about it I was like, yeah, like at the end of the day, how how much ammo do they really have outside of what we already know about both artists? What are you gonna say? I'm sure there's ammo because just like how Drake pulled out the whole Virginia Williams line, nobody really knew who that was until, you know what I mean? So I'm sure there's bars that we don't know. There's things we don't know that they can use against each other. But I think the, the initial filling out, like I said, it's a boxing match in the first round. It's a, it's a filling out, you know, you're jabbing. I think that we've passed that point now. This is time for us to get to the real diss. It's time for us to get to the hit 'em ups, the no Vaselines, the ethers. It's time to get to those. These here were jabs, and that's cool. You jab to start a fight, but it's time to it's time to get to the real shit, the real stuff. We'll see. We'll see. Because the ball is gonna push his court at this point. This is true. Because Drake has already I dropped mean, another song. He's dropped the regular song. <laughs> Yeah, he, he dropped the infrared joint. Drake, Drake responded. So the crazy thing is, his whole weekend, his whole Memorial Day weekend, his whole album sale weekend is now overshadowed by the fact that Drake dissed you. So let's do this. Over under, do you think Push respond before Tuesday, before Memorial Day weekend is over with? No, I don't think Push is going to respond before Memorial Day weekend is over. I don't think so either. I think he's going to respond on Tuesday. I think Tuesday he'll, he'll, he'll be like, yo, the weekend's over, nail back to business, yuck, and drop a bunch of balls. <laughs> I, I'll say this. I'll say this. If he lets a whole week go by. Oh, he can't do that. He can't. He if can't. he lets a whole, if, if Friday comes, and I ain't heard no response. I ain't talking about IG Live. I ain't talking about no interviews. I'm talking about if I ain't heard a a 
a a song released something that I can stream something that I can put on repeat in response to that he lost and I'm going to be very fucking disappointed I think Push is too much of an MC to, to do that but we've, we've seen it happen before we we thought Meek would do better but you know we'll see what happens we'll see what happens let's leave it at that yeah. we'll see what happens yeah yeah, yeah. You saw, yeah. exactly Somebody said Drake is racist. And I'm going to tell you why they said this. I'm gonna t- no, listen, here's the validity to this theory, and I had to think about it. Okay. Drake responded to Meek and Push, right? Right. He didn't respond to Joe Budden. He didn't respond to Common. Some color. He, he don't fuck with light skin niggas. Exactly. He only beef with dark skin dudes. <laughs> I see how you do, Dre. It's some, col- it's some colorism going on. Cause Joe called him out for for Joe called him out. He didn't respond to Joe. Soon as he won't, I, come on uh, now, now hold on. Joe is a credible MC. I was about to say this. This, this really gonna get me crucified. Oh, here we go. This really gonna get me crucified. Drake didn't want that smoke with Joe. He can handle that smoke with Push. He ain't want that smoke with Joe. Ooh, they about to kill you. <laughs> they about to, yo, I, I don't. Eh. The words expressed right now of G Line have nothing to do with Ari. <laughs> <and>, you know, <laughs> wait, but MC wise, MC wise, lyrical prowess. Joe is a step above push. I said it. Drake didn't want that smoke with Joe. I said it. He can handle dancing with push. Not saying push is a subpar artist. Please don't misconstrue that at all. Please don't do that. Because that's not what I'm saying. But lyrical prowess... Joe and Push are in two different categories. Can you want that smoke with Joe? He'll take that smoke with Push. Okay, well. Just like he'll want that smoke with Kendrick. He'll want that smoke with Cole. He'll take that smoke with me. He'll take that smoke with Push. He'll want it with the other one. I said it. G-Lai said it. Mm. We ain't say it. Ari ain't say it. They ain't weighing in on it. Don't crucify them. If you want to say something in the comments, say something to me about it. I said it. Well, we, we, I can't wait to see what happens. And I think this week is going to be a very interesting week in hip-hop. But well, let's continue on with the rundown. We talked about this for like the last hour. <laughs> Look, the whole show is about push. Literally. <laughs> um, next on the rundown... We talked about this last week. The rundown. We talked about this last week. Spotify and all the other streaming companies, Apple, Pandora, blah, 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 woo, woo, they all took R. Kelly off all the playlists. Like, won't act actively promoting R. Kelly's music. But you could still stream R. Kelly. You just had to go find his album. You had to go search for it. Well, reports have come out that since the band from Spotify, his streaming numbers have actually increased. 
The people out there like, oh, I'm support R. Kelly. I'm going to stream his music. So what was the point in the first place? This <laughs> is is ridiculous for Spotify to do this because you see the effect of it. People are still they're still listening to his music. The only way you can ban or make this policy effective is to take him off Spotify totally. But they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that because it makes money for them. Of course not. Of course not. And then, They'll lose entirely too much money if they do that. And then it was already a, it was already a slippery slope for them announcing that this is their new policy and they're not going to put you know him in the playlist and um, the algorithm that causes his music to come up. It was already a slippery slope saying that him and um, XX Tentacion. Yeah. So, for you to say you're not going to include them in that, as we saw through the past couple of weeks, people was just like, all right, where you going to take this person off? You want to take this person off? You want to take this person off? Because they basically, their, their, uh, their policy was pretty much from my understanding, anybody who had allegations. Right. It wasn't anything that was confirmed, anybody who did jail time, anybody found guilty of anything. It was just allegations. And I, th- I think... You're a, ce- you're a celebrity, not, a- not even just in the music industry, you're a celebrity. People are always going to make allegations because when they see you, they see dollar signs. Exactly. And we talked about that. It's such a slippery slope. I, w- I would rather if they're yeah. going to have this policy, at least say we're removing their music because they've been convicted of a crime. Then I could I could stand by that. You know, what I mean, even though even if the crime was somewhat flaky, you, they have a legitimate base. What they're really saying is that we feel like we don't want to support this person. So let's take them off. And I don't support R. Kelly in any way, shape, form or fashion. But this this. Like I said last week, it's, it's a stupid and it's a slippery slope. And to that point. The homie Ken- Kendrick K Dot also agreed with that and threatened threatened Spotify to remove his music. He said, "I'm taking my music off because it's a slippery slope." Y'all just arbitrarily said we want to take this person off because of so and so and so and so. When everybody has accusations, I mean, they they accuse Pac of rape. <laughs> exactly. So you know what I mean? It's 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 a very slippery slope, and we're gonna keep our eye on it because I know more things are gonna happen with it. But I'm sure if Kendrick says I'm taking my music off, Spotify is gonna say, "Oh, okay, well, let's fix this," because Kendrick's the, the the king right now. Yeah, see, and that's the slippery slope we keep talking about. Like at the end of the day, you're limiting the amount of music that you plan to carry. And then, at the same token, any any artist across whatever genre has had any allegation, you're supposed by by their policy as it stood, you're supposed you're supposed to say take their music off as well. That's not just hip hop; it's hip hop, jazz, uh, R and B, country, uh, soul, like whatever. Because we can, like, the, the hip-hop headlines are making news as far as Spotify removing it. But, like, let's, 
Let's keep it running. Like, Spotify is home to a lot of artists across mm-hmm. many genres that unfortunately have had a lot of allegations. But the only ones that's making headlines is R. Kelly and X Tentacion. Yeah, think about like even older artists like James Brown. You know, what I mean, when it's accusations against him, Chuck Berry. I mean, it's it's throughout history. This is it's just not a hip hop. That's thing. what I'm saying. Like, so it's basically like everything starts from that. We not back dating whoever's already on there. Yeah, but you then know, it's, it's on there, and we not gonna change that. But anybody who going forward trying to put something on the policy is in place for you it's it's a it's it's a arbitrary system that is going to fail and i'll say that it's going to fail what they're trying to do is going to fail i want to continue on with the rundown because we're running out of time here um and something that's that's new in hip hop, and I, I actually like it. I, I hated the interview, but I like the direction. J. Cole actually interviewed Lil Pump. For those of you who don't know, Lil Pump and J. Cole have been at kind of a of of a. I don't want to say a beef because it makes it sound real harsh. They've been in a, a situation. Um. Yeah, they had, they had a misunderstanding. There you go. There you go. go they exchange. Go they exchange words. Um. Yeah. Lil Pump. An aggressive <laughs> Exactly. Uh, Lil Pump was yeah. is, is famous at this point for one of the artists that was screaming, fuck J. Cole. Give me, I was just keeping reset. And, and J. Cole, the song 1985 of KOD was basically not just addressing, well, most people thought it was talking to Lil Pump. And um, just talking about, you know, Giving to me, it was giving Big Brother advice because I can't say father son advice because of the age difference. But it's like giving Big Brother advice. So since then, since KOD has dropped, Lil Pump and J Cole have gone on record saying they don't have any issue with each other. There's no beef, blah 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 blah. So it was set up, and I forgive me, I forgot who set up the interview, where J Cole actually sat down and interviewed Lil Pump. The video is on Uncut Magazine. It's about an hour long. Make sure you check it out. Uh, it's a very interesting interview. Shameless plug. plug. And the overall, the overall vibe to me was that of a, a, a big brother talking to his little brother. It wasn't, it wasn't an interview. It wasn't malicious. It wasn't like, I hate you. It wasn't none of that. It was just like, listen, little man, let me talk to you about something. And let me see where your, your head is at. Let me see where you vibing at so I can, we can get this together. This was the most difficult interview to ever try to watch. <laughs> One thing, and I'm I'm gonna be honest with you, G, because I know you're gonna say it as well. But I I didn't watch the entire interview. One thing I, I didn't watch the entire interview. I couldn't. One thing that I didn't know that I did watch is that Lil Pump isn't black. You didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that at all. Sorry, you didn't know that. I didn't know. That. No, I didn't know he's black. <coughs> he's not black. So no, he's not. And and that's what he he kind of pointed that out to to J Cole because in in KOD in 1985 Cole was saying like you're you know they love to see a black man do this and I want a black man to get rich and Lil Pump was like yo I'm not even black 
Like he said it, exactly. you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I'm not even black, fam. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it was that, was, that was his point. So it's kind of a different, you look at it differently now. But that that, that part blew Jake. He's like, oh, I didn't know you weren't even black. So, so it's a different thing. I'll be honest. I don't think I got past 20 minutes into the interview. <laughs> it's a tough interview because if you have little brothers or, little, or younger siblings in that age bracket, that's why I feel that I way. Exactly. You you get that feeling like you want to <laughs> shut up and sit down and try and talk to you. Like we're trying to talk to you, shut up and sit down. But it's kid as I kids off. You know, I guess days. Cause literally, Lil Pump is sitting there the whole time, like kind of smirking and smiling, like just got the face on, like I don't know what the fuck this nigga talking about, and I don't care what he's talking about. I'm just gonna keep sipping. Exactly. He 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 had no interest in being there. He just was was there. Yeah, and Cole was like literally bearing his soul. Like this was this, this was that, and Cole had to like give him questions, like ask questions to like pull more information out of him off of a basic question, like when he was like. You know, when did you start rapping or why did you start rapping? I mean, it's a, I mean, it is a close-ended question, but that turned into probably about five minutes of question because Lil Pump was just like, yeah, two years ago. Yeah, he, yeah, my man told me, my man was freestyling, I started freestyling with him. He told me I should record it. And it's just, it's just like, all right, next question. <laughs> but the shit that made it so awkward is because Cole addressed his question first, and Cole was like, giving like the life story. Like, Cole was like from six years old. Cole <laughs> And then Lil Pump is like, yeah, yeah, probably about two years ago. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he's, you know, he's a kid, so he doesn't, it doesn't mean that much to him. Exactly, and that's where I really was like, wow, it's like I appreciate Cole for taking the time to try to do the interview to, I guess, bridge the gap between. You know, what we know as hip-hop versus mumble rap and trying to, you know, find a common ground or understanding. But when when that conversation happened, that let me know it's it's not nothing about bridging the gap. It's just two different generations that look at music two different ways. Like Cole said, he started rapping when he was around about six years old. Lil Pump was like, yeah, now I started rapping two years ago. I started rapping when I was 15. I'm 17. It's an insightful interview. I think if you don't have, like I said, if you don't have little brothers or little family members, little family members, younger family members in that bracket, it's an insightful interview to see how those people interact. But overall, for me, I just got the impression like hey, he's, a little, he's a little kid. He's still a little kid. But check it out. It's on uncutmagazine.net or anywhere else. Go check it out for sure. 
Uh, shameless plug. Shameless plug. Uh, I did want to mention real fast before we get to um, what's streaming with G. Uh, J Rock announced his new album, Redemption. Black Thought and Ninth Wonder have a new album coming out next week. Next week, so June 1st, if you're hearing this on a later date. June 1st, Black Thought and Ninth Wonder have announced a joint project coming out. Make sure you hear that. Um, since we're running. All of streaming. Yeah. Yeah, so make sure you get that because that's going to be. That's going to be phenomenal. So, G, let's go ahead and go with what's streaming with you right now. What, what do we have streaming this week? I mean, of course, um, regardless of my opinions about it, I'm still streaming Push album. Um, Audio Push, Melange, uh, the new ASAP Rocky. That's right. That's. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I got still yeah, there for ASAP. Because of what's going on with Push and Drake. Exactly. ASAP Rocky dropped, dropped a new project called Testing. Um, Planet Asia. Man, some new I'm, I'm, I'm going ahead and let that rock this week. Uh, the homie G Easy. Got a new EP out called The Vault. Ziggy Marley. Rebellion Rises. I want to see what this Rihanna Essentials sound like. And then there's an artist called uh, Jesse J. Female artist that dropped the EP, but her approach to it, she dropped four different EPs at the same time. Each EP is based off the title of the EP. Um, the title of the EP is called Rose, and it's an acronym, which is uh, Realizations, Obsessions, Sex, and Empowerment. Each EP has that focus. So essentially a quadruple CD just broke up into the EPs. Yeah. Clever. So I'm going to let that stream this week see see what she rocking with, see how she doing, see how she sang. Huh? But now, now we get to my favorite part of the show. Because Ari be putting me on. Ari be putting me on songs that I ain't never heard before. Probably would have never listened to. I'm still stuck on some stuff from like 10 episodes ago. So... Uh, and that's why Ari does this because, like I said, if I did it, I would just play Pac every week, and y'all get sick of me. <laughs> but um, we can do, do Pac all the time. I, I would do Pac all the time. But Ari does have a new, new, new um selection from us for us. So what do you have for us this week, Ari? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, you guys. I'm still getting over cold. Uh, the artist is called Bazi. Bazi. And the song is called Mine. Even though, well, can you just say mine? Because I feel like I'm, I'm fucking yeah, it up. Yeah, it's mine. There, there you go. M-I-N-E? Yeah. Okay. That, the link Lord. will be in the description as well as always. So this is once again Bazi with mine. All right. Yeah. No, I just had a little bit too much of Hennessy. Just going to tell you how I feel. So fucking precious when you smile. Yeah. 
Bazi with mine on Words with Wade podcast. Bruh. You alright? Yeah, yeah, just oh. yeah, yeah. Um That was odd. Uh so yeah, that's the show for the week. Episode seventy seven. Uh it should be up real soon. And in case this Pusha time. Yeah, I know, right? In case Pusha does put something out. Remember, we did the show first, so don't come into my comments saying, why you ain't talking about pushing this out? Especially because we're Virginia podcast. They expect us to talk about this. We're going to have to, yeah. Yeah. So, um, give out social media and get out of here. It's a beautiful weekend, Memorial Day weekend. Y'all be safe out there. Um, enjoy yourselves. You're going to have to repeat after me, though, because my ends and my ends are kind of fucked up. It's not a problem. Matter of fact, I got you. If you know my social media. Oh, shit. I know. I know some of it. Uh, oh, okay, there we go. Okay. <laughs> Ari's social media since Ari has a code. Social media, you can follow her on Instagram at honey underscore dip. Replace the E's with threes. Underscore in the middle. Underscore in the middle. Um, that's a Snapchat is the same it's thing. It's the same right? thing. And yeah, all the same thing. Um, Facebook is Lady Ari, first name, one word, last name Anderson. See, I got you. Yeah, Boom. that's it. I got you. Make sure you follow the page, Words with Wade, on all social media, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter. Y'all should really comment about the show so I can read it. Yes. Y'all must not like hearing me talk. Don't forget, leave your comments in, in iTunes and even Google Play um, your comments, even SoundCloud. Leave, make sure you leave your five stars. If y'all haven't noticed, when people do comment on the SoundCloud, I do respond. So if you want to talk to us like directly, I respond to all SoundCloud. He does, not me. Yeah, that is me. Um, if you iTunes, leave five stars and a comment. Ari will read it online. And follow you. And we'll follow you. 
And if you have a song you want us to play or you want Ari to play, email it at wordswithwade at gmail.com. Make sure you put Ari in the subject. Even your favorite song. You know what? We should start doing that too. Even your favorite song. If it's your favorite song and you know that nobody else listens to it, I'll give it a gander. If it's really good, I'll put it on the show. Yeah, if it's an unknown song, you know, like an artist a lot of people know, and you want to put us on to it, send it to us. We might like it. Yeah. We'll, get, we'll shout you out for it too. I mean, I like all the types of different music, so nine times out of ten, it probably will be on the show. Yeah. Just, you know, y'all entrepreneurs out there talking about drugs and booty rubs. Nah, y'all can go. <laughs> drugs and booty rubs. And Nathan and album, Drugs and Booty drugs Rubs. And booty rubs. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Uh, it was something else I want to say. We going to talk about Deadpool next time? We will talk about Deadpool next week. I, you know, I try to wait a week after the movie, so it won't be no spoilers. We'll talk about Deadpool next week. Infinity War was awesome. Um, Awesome and not awesome. It took a piece of my soul. Took a piece of your soul. <laughs> like when he was alright. When some stuff was disappearing at the end, my soul went with it. Mr. Slock, I don't feel so good. Yeah. See? Yeah. That's why I'm sick because here's, I'm 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 disappearing. Here's here's the funny thing, right? So minor spoiler. I've been calling my children the daughter of Thanos. <laughs> So she's gonna die? No, no, no. Like, what? Well, yeah. I call my youngest little one. I'm like, look, come here, little one. <laughs> she's like, Dad, don't, don't do that. Because he had two daughters. I have two daughters. Anyway, uh, G, give out your social media. I'm not. They don't follow me. They don't care. That's what's up. Y'all can't be making me laugh. I called. Underscore G underscore L I Instagram Twitter. Uh AGR.G Facebook. Oh no, I'm sorry. AGR.G uh Snapchat. AGR.G Live Facebook. Yep. Make sure you're checking out the website. Shout out to uh Bill's new video premiering on the thirtieth. Of this month for the deposit. Shout out to Justice for Inner City Kids for shooting that. It's more on the way. And as far as for me is concerned, of course, it's the, the Wade Blogs. Wade Blogs on everything <laughs> Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, everything. The Wade Blogs. Spell it like it sounds. Don't try no, to be fancy. Do not spell it like it sounds. T H E. T H E. That's that's it. D is like T H E E, bro. Okay, so T H E. Wade blogs. My name. Very simple. Very easy. Um, I'm everywhere. Yeah, just just Google me. I would say that we are Googleable. We are Google. We are definitely Googleable. Don't forget to follow us on Our Heart. Googleable. We're Googleable. <laughs> Our Heart Radio. We're up there too. Um, we everywhere. I heart radio, bitches. Oh, sorry. Well, I, I can say it for you, bitches. You can definitely say that for me. There we go. Um, uh, Ramadan Kareem, to everyone out there as well. Uh, I think that's it. That's everything. Yeah. I mean, until next time, you know, you yeah. know, this is my favorite part, even though it's kind of ironic. <laughs> it is ironic. All right. So let's do it. Um, as always. As always. You may. Always. You may agree with what we say. Uh huh. You may not agree with what we say. Okay. But one thing you can agree with. What's that? We keep it uncut. 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 Until next time, we catch you on the internet. Chia. Chia.
Thanks for listening to the Words with Wade podcast. Make sure you follow us online using the hashtag Words with Wade.